Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. We will begin today's service with the responsive reading of Psalm 22 on page 11 in the Black Appleton Psalter. We will read standing by a full verse. <clears throat> my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh my Yet thou art holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Indeed, our fathers trusted. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. To thee they cried and were saved. In thee they tr trusted and were not disappointed. But I am the worm, and no man, sworn by man, and despised by the people. But thou, O Lord, be not far off. O thou my help, hasten to my aid. Deliver my soul from the sword, my life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion, my afflicted soul from the horns of the wild oxen. I will tell thy name to my brethren. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise thee. For he has not despised or abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. And he has not hid his face from him, but has heard when he cried to him.
My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me in the words of my groaning? O oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but find no rest. Psalm goes on from there, as you've already heard, and it does take on a little more hopeful tone. But on a day like Good Friday, in a year like 2018, that's as good a place as any to stop. The words of the psalmist are, of course, the very words on the lips of Jesus before he dies on the empire's cross. I didn't grow up in a church that made much of Good Friday in the South Carolina church of my upbringing. No matter what the sermon topic, we had Jesus crucified for our sins toward the end of it almost every Sunday. So there wasn't much need for a special day to mark the occasion. When you're a gay Baptist kid caught in that perpetual Good Friday, Easter can't come soon enough. But for those more progressive religious circles I run in now, gory stuff like crucifixion doesn't get much airtime. We'd rather talk about peace and justice and doing good and making life more livable for folks and making progress and all that. But a day like Good Friday in a year like this one precipitates a rupture in our consciousness as the progress pursued by progressives keeps ending up in crucifixion. When the shadow of the Lenten season won't let go and the light of new life is still far off. And friends, the shadows of Lent have been cast long this year, haven't they? On the very day that Lent began, news broke of yet another mass shooting in Parkland, Florida, killing 17 students and staff and wounding 17 more, one of the deadliest school massacres in U.S. history. We held our breath for 19 days as young, a young white man terrorized the city of Austin, Texas, sending bombs to the homes of black families, killing Anthony Stephen, and, uh, Anthony Stephen House and Draylen Mason, and injuring many others. On the very cusp of Holy Week, the young life of Stefan Clark was cut short by 20 bullets and yet another police shooting of an unarmed black man in his own grandmother's backyard in Sacramento, California. And all of this amid rising militarism and global tensions that fill our daily news with dread. God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping? We cry by day, but nothing. And I used to think of this as an utterance of abject abandonment, the cry of dereliction, as the Christian tradition has named it. But now I'm not so sure. Because if you pray it in just the right way, it doesn't sound like a simple statement of forsakenness. Inflected in a certain way, it seems more like a question of persistence in the face of utter desperation. Why? Why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me? Why do you fail to attend to the words of my groaning? Why do you not answer when I cry out to you day and night? The question on the very lips of the one cast out, abandoned, crucified, being put to death by the empire, bespeaks another possibility. 
It's the cry of Parkland students against the perpetual crucifixions of mass shootings perpetuated by the love of money and guns and political power over the lives of human beings. It's the cry of a grandmother like Sequita Thompson against the crucifixion of her grandson, Stefan Clark, saying, I just want justice for my grandson. In the very act of questioning, there's a defiant insistence that things as they are aren't the way they have to be. That the perpetual crucifixions of the world aren't nihilistically inevitable. Because if God isn't off the hook from the defiant questioning of the crucified, then neither are politicians. If the very symbol of divine ultimacy is persistently queried over culpability in the suffering of the innocent, then when bombs show up at the doorsteps of a city's black citizens and police execute unarmed black men in their grandmother's backyards, then the institutions built by pernicious ideologies of white supremacy don't get a pass from the cross-examination of the crucified either. So on a day like Good Friday, in a year like this one, when the progress we pursue keeps ending up in crucifixion, what sounds like a simple cry of dereliction also bespeaks a defiant possibility of a world where things as they are aren't the way they have to be. And no one is off the hook from the questioning of the crucified not powerful politicians, not entrenched ideologies, not treasured institutions, not even God, not even you. Would you join your hearts in prayer? Holy One, we've heard it from the parched lips of the crucified from age to age, and now we make it our defiant prayer. O oh God, our God, why? Have you forsaken us? Why are you so far from helping us, from the words of our groaning? O oh, our God, we cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but find no rest. Please join me in saying the Lord's Prayer which can be found on the back of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. As you are able, please stand for the singing of the hymn, Go to Dark Gethsemane, number 151.
May God bless you and keep you. And on this day, may we remember the great sacrifice that Christ made for each of us. And how when he felt that he was alone, he turned toward God and asked him why. And may we continue to look around us and ask why. And seek that we are to change this world through loving God, through loving our neighbor, and through loving ourselves. Amen. Amen. Amen.